2: Welcome, everybody, to Brotherly Love Wrestling. And on our show today, a returning guest. Guest we haven't talked to in a while. He is the backbone of VXS Wrestling and running a the show ringleader. this Friday night. The head honcho. In Westville, New Jersey. The brains behind the. Uh, I'm going to stop while I'm ahead. Okay. The beans. <laughs> <laughs> it is VXS versus No Peace Underground, already dead. Isaac Rodriguez joins us. Isaac, welcome back to the show.
1: No, thank you for having me, dude. Brother, really love. Let's go. <laughs>
2: so, where do you get the already
1: dead
0: moniker and slogan for the show?
1: It it, it all came together. Like I knew that I wanted to do a, a deathmatch show, but I wanted to do it like correctly, being why I wanted to do it with no peace. But um, already dead is a song featured on the new Juice World album. A okay. uh, Juice World is like the voice of a generation right now. Uh, he unfortunately like passed. Uh. A couple like two years ago and uh he just dropped like a, a new album and it, it it came out literally right before i was going to announce it this show was originally going to be called better off dying uh okay. but then he came out with that song and the album and it uh his album it speaks on how how people don't really listen to their their kids growing up about being stressed and 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 depressed and how that's all fake and he speaks on his like his mental health and just living life to the fullest. And I thought it was one of the best uh, songs to base a show, a deathmatch show, off of. So, Already Dead is one of the best songs off of Juice World's new album, Fighting Demons, which was also a show that I have in mind for the future.
0: When I think of music associated to like certain like wrestling, I think of VXS and its utilization of like the video packages and the cool fucking like music videos and shit like that that you associate. Right with your shows i mean as soon as you started you had that on lock yeah it just continued oh, yeah. better and better like your video your hype videos were like it's like a goose pump goose moment where mm-hmm. you're like oh shit like i
1: gotta see this yeah like yeah. I, I like to implement and also like advertise to not just a wrestling fan i want to advertise to like the trap hip-hop scene i used to throw i told you guys in the first interview we did like i used to throw parties so I, used, I know about uh, what's relevant and what people are listening to, whether it's SoundCloud, Spotify, and I want to mix that crowd with the wrestling crowd. I want, I want to do a festival one day where it's uh, wrestling with like a hard cam facing uh, a skate park behind it and there's music blasting and it's like a big uh, festival. I want to do that one day. So uh, yeah, just just create little creative stuff, little, little details like that. I feel like we're missing and, uh, not just independent wrestling, but wrestling as a whole. Some people are, you know, grateful to have television deals and uh, have uh, backers with millions of dollars and no creative input. Uh, it blows my mind. So uh, when, when I wanted to do VXS, uh, I think music was obviously an implement that I wanted to be, like, very hard on. You could tell uh, by the titles of our shows. You could tell by who we use, and you could tell by the videos we put out. Uh, violence and suffering is all about music. It's all about a good time and it's a party at the end of the day. So, uh, yeah, I love music. I, I want to be like, I want to say like, uh, wrestling society X on MTV. But you know, I I think that would be dope to have a, a a battle rap like what GCW just did for New Year's. I I've been wanting to do that with like a whole league. So, uh, you know, this is only the first year, so the possibilities are endless with uh, the music and wrestling genre combination.
0: So there is a certain generation that you are gearing this product towards for the most part.
1: Right. right. You know, yeah. I want to say like the, the demographic between like 18 to 35 right now oh, just, is what I'm aiming just for. But... <laughs> yes. <I just> <laughs> no, but <laughs> I'm no, falling. no, no, not even, not even. <laughs> not even Dude, AJ Styles is 35. Come on. No, nah, but um... <laughs> I want, I, wa- I want to have a good time. There's a lot Wait, of, like, who's 35. Uh, Did you say AJ Styles is 35? Isn't he 35 or something? No, man, he's got to be 42 or something. There's no way how hell he's the same age. Uh, we got we to gotta get this. Larry's <laughs> on Info the Google <laughs> Before, Come on, before Google. someone slams on us online on Facebook. Oh, my God. That's going to make me feel 36. AJ, AJ Styles 36. 36. <laughs> no, he, AJ Styles is 44. Oh, thank God. Oh, there we go. Shout got my God holding down AJ Styles. It's a phenomenal <laughs> one. You don't hear that a lot, huh? The phenomenal one. I don't know if they even say that anymore.
0: No man, they pretty much they they shorten everything to the shortest possible. They would all be a singular letter if there were more than twenty-six letters in the alphabet. Yeah, whack, (laughs) whack, it's it's ridiculous. Get
1: ready to fly. That was my shit, dude. (laughs) The X division. Yeah, come on, how they fucked that up? I have no. How did? That's like a
0: show in itself. Like, how does, and then fill in the blank, how do they fuck this up? How do they fuck this up? Like, that's a whole whole episode in itself. Like, you have, like, a great thing going for you. And you can see that it's a crowd favorite. It's just like, like, I'll fucking throw out a weird, obscure example. Like, remember the fashion police? Yeah.
1: And it was over. Yeah, it was fucking over. It was fucking bizarre and it was funny, but it was fucking over. You you watched South Park? Yes, yes and it's gone. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's exactly what it is, man. That's like, <laughs> that's like wrestling in a nutshell today. Like No no one seems to have the ability to sustain. Uh, I, I, I think that's I more WWE today. I think, yeah, think AEW is too young to be. They have nothing to sustain yet. Like they're still building characters for the most part. Yeah. Like WWE's been building characters, the same character for the past 10 years. But let's not get off topic. Well, <laughs> we'll get off topic later.
1: We'll continue to talk about, like, how how did you go about picking your team? Because you have a team. Oh, dude, we, we have some some ass kickers on our league. I'm so proud. Uh, a lot of us, like, came up on the Northeast scene together. Like, I knew Masha for a while. Masha Slamovich is, like, one of the aces that just, you know, home runs since her debut against Daniel Garcia. She's blown uh, and, and yeah, you just see people do that after that. So it's like, it, it, it's all organic. That's probably my favorite. I tell I tell my guys too, like like Jimmy Lloyd and Jordan Oliver and everybody in the roster, I, I tell them like, my favorite thing is that everything's organic and we're not bullshitting the fans and we're not insulting their intelligence with like bullshit storylines and shit. So uh, I guess like you just got to surround yourself around the people that have that same vision that want to... They they want to like create something. They want they want to push boundaries. They want to revolutionize wrestling. They want they want to make their own stamp of aggression and their own stamp of originality into wrestling. It's like a it's a lot like cooking, you know. If you have your secret recipe, uh, you can lend it to the family if if they fuck with it. So it's basically like a big recipe full of violence, suffering. It's what it is we we all we all have the same vision to be bigger than just an independent company. And that's what separates us with every other wrestling company right now on, on not just the Northeast, but you saw us in Los Angeles sell tickets and I, the reach is there. Like, it's endless. It's that that. that
0: culture that you promote. It's
1: that, like, because... It's very trap and hip hop heavy. Yes.
0: So you're going to, like, I mean, it helps that you're choosing those locations because those are kind of like where the main part of your demographic lies. And those, like,
1: urban-type right. city settings. Right, urban, very uh, very dedicated like an and very passionate towns. Yeah, very passionate towns. And, dude, I, I've been talking about Underground, uh, the venue that used to host Lucha Underground. And I think it was uh, Silicon Valley. I can't uh, – someone could probably fix that later if I fucked up. But uh, I tried to run there, and uh, they throw, like, quinceanera parties there, and it's amazing. And that was actually going to be my first – the era show, parties? Yeah, dude, it's like booked every day, it's impossible to fucking really? get so. Uh, it, it's it's yeah, like a fight club, do, do, do happy birthday! Do, 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 do. Like, <laughs> That's pretty yeah, bad. Uh, yeah, I'm looking into like Seattle, I'm looking into the diehard wrestling communities. Like, Deep yeah, if you run a show in
0: Seattle and you don't base it around grunge,
1: <laughs> oh, dude, uh, mud honey all day
0: yeah yeah i mean you're just you're doing a huge disservice i mean especially being so musically heavy i mean Seattle mm-hmm. is like fucking just a dirty grimy grunge rock
1: i would yeah, love to like hear I that. love what the fi because it it gives that cinematic vibe of its own mm mm-hmm. you know what I mean and uh i know i i'm uh, probably gonna not go to Seattle till like obviously with covid and everything it's like you never know every day something no, else I mean, is happening like things are changing know. constantly like daily so uh, that's that's definitely on the list, though, for real. Like, places like that in uh, Texas and Dallas. Yeah, Texas has been blowing up a lot, too. Yeah, it has.
0: But, I mean, it's, su- it's such a big state that I feel like it'd be hard not to run in Texas eventually.
1: Right.
2: So, Isaac, on, like you said, with your team and who you have on this card, this card isn't just a bunch of, like, indie guys. These are top, top names on this card. I mean, from A.J. Gray to – alex zane to vincent fresh off of uh ring of honor closing their doors like you said, oh yeah you, yeah masha of course jimmy lloyd uh jtg from jordan oliver lucky Third. like the list of people uh g raver and kogar and they're just it's non-stop how do you a how do you are you able to fit this much talent into one card because this is probably, with the exception of maybe one or two, this is one of the most stacked cards I've seen you put on.
1: Uh, thank you. Um, I, I really like communicating with the other party, No Peace Underground, and when we built this card, it was like, it wasn't that hard. Uh, I'll tell you what I told uh, Jared, the promoter of No Peace Underground. I was like, dude, <laughs> excuse me. I was like, I was like, Jared, so many people have versus shows, but they don't do it correctly. They don't put the right people that represent their company against the people that represent the other company they just throw random matches no one cares about so uh, i really tried to implement spotlighting each match on the already dead card for real like i tried uh putting who who represents us we have four people representing vxs that were on my first show uh jordan JT, oliver jtg, JTG alexane jimmy lloyd and we also have a new batch of people, Vincent, making his uh, debut straight out of Ring of Honor. Always a, a big fan of Vincent and the character of Vincent and the artist that he is. I love shit like that. Uh, and, and when it came to picking out people, it was just like I was I was just like, what represents VXS the most? What what really is like hard? What could we do to be, you know, not not be looked over and but also like t- took seriously is what I'm trying to say and Uh, introducing like AJ Gray back into the VXS scene with this match with John Wayne Murdoch and having Masha return against Sawyer these are people that represent No Peace Underground Mm -hmm. and basically what I'm trying to say is many people do versus shows I'll throw throw it out there I hated the CZW House of Glory versus Angle. they had a bullshit run in Uh, we're we're not here to insult fans intelligence at all we're here to throw a good fucking show for the fans that know our shit with the people that represent our shit. Uh, This is something that I want to grow on to that could be took to Florida, took back to their home ground with their people. And I think they did a really good job picking their people as well. They have like Atticus Kogar, who's on a run over there. They're bringing Masada. Pero, their world champion, is facing uh, one of our dudes, JTG. Uh, And everything has a purpose. Everything is just meshing well and uh as long as like fans see that like i'm happy dude like as long as fans see, like oh shit they're going hard even if they don't come to the show like oh shit i even had like a lot of reactions from people outside of the northeast and uh i'm very grateful for that like i, I really am for real and with the, the whole car in general even if they're not vxs i'm grateful for everybody involved in the show all right i got
0: two two questions they won't intertwine with each other but first when you put this show together, what was that first match you thought, like, damn, this needs to happen? As soon as you saw AJ okay.
1: Gray, John Wayne. All right. AJ Gray, John Wayne. I don't know how it has not happened yet. Uh, I don't know who was planning to do it in the future, but I didn't want to wait. And as soon as the thought of, like, having an ultra-violent show, those are the two first names that I thought of for sure. Yeah, I saw this. In. I saw
0: this, and I didn't think it was real at first. I was like, this
1: is real. No one did. <laughs> no, and I'm bad. like, why? Pretty sure, because no one, the, no one way, likes the book real. AJ Gray and no one likes the book John Wayne Murdoch. Those are two, one of the, the best, like, absolute run of their life right now, not even peak of deathmatch wrestling, uh, whether it's GCW or IWA. Like, they're really risking their bodies. So, uh, I want to give the platform to the best that deserve it, and those two fucking deserve it. Yeah,
0: that's going to be a fucking. I, as soon as I saw it, I was like, holy shit. And then I saw it, it was horror, guy, you yeah. guys that put it out, I was like, Wait a minute, what? <laughs>
1: So this is to heart. I, I, was, I didn't believe it when I posted it, dude. I looked at the my tweet. I was like, wow, you're just pressed send. Wow. <laughs> All
0: right. Uh, many other questions are arising as we're talking, so I'm just going to rapid fire here.
1: Cool, cool. What the hell is that seven deadly sins match? All right. Guess what? I don't know either, pal. Uh, <laughs> this is completely Alex Zane and Ty Hill's idea on this match. They had a rivalry, actually, at uh, the backyard scene against each other. And you could find it on YouTube. Their oh, rivalry the in the backyard. Oh, just no, this was not UCW. This was uh, before. When, this was when they were backyard. When they were, OG, when they were oh, both backyard. Like, this is
0: mixtape punching.
1: This is, yeah, yeah. This is mixtape like early 2000s on YouTube. And it's still up. You could find uh, Zane versus Ty Hill on YouTube, Seven Deadly Sins. And they have a series of matches, I guess called Seven Deadly Sins, but they never got to seven. I think this is the seventh one. And <laughs> and no one fucking knew about that. And I I just love implementing like small detail where fans could look back and like this oh makes shit this even makes me excited about this is that exactly. we
0: don't know what it like is. yeah like I don't, don't even LMZ. know what the fuck
1: they're gonna do oh, you know but this something. was this was um this was Ty Hill's idea he and and Zayn as well just as a part of it like he wanted to bring back this the title and then you know we're gonna work through it with their plans but they're going to show everybody basically what seven deadly sins are you got you got
0: pretty high ceilings where you're running off Friday, right yes
1: i uh, hope <laughs> yeah we do we do i think it's a warehouse
0: so i think you guys are good
1: yep the bando oh,
0: he's jumping out of the fucking rafters
1: <laughs> oh yeah big time jesus christ
0: all right i wanted to touch back on something you were talking about earlier we were talking about uh just putting together a card and how but i wanted to know Who's the most, most unique mind that you've come across in wrestling so far?
1: Unique, define unique.
0: Like the outside of the box, like one of a kind,
1: like just like wow.
0: Yeah, like he's got he or she they have ideas that like you're like wow, this is like like why is no one thinking of this? Like they just I will
1: I'll, I'll I will say that uh man, there's so many and even people that aren't on this card that I could like throw names out right now, uh, Treehouse Lee is like one of my favorite wrestlers like out right now that I just you know I haven't been fortunate enough to get back. But I think Treehouse Lee is on another spectrum. I think he's like insanely smart for everybody, just like on another world of like creativity, originality, and and bringing his own swagger into his his mix. But uh, like creative wise, like. Uh, I would definitely say Jimmy Lloyd. Jimmy Lloyd uh, helped a lot on this card, and he gave me like a lot of help with people to contact and people I didn't even know in the Deathmatch community. So I, I would say Jimmy Lloyd. He's one of the most creative people I've ever met, for real. And uh, he, it was his idea also for uh, for his stipulation with Masada, which is a Shattered Dreams Deathmatch. And again, I was like, what the fuck is that? Like, Let me know about I'm it. I'm assuming it's not getting put up in the yeah, he, corner, getting your balls kicked in. That's, not, that's <laughs> No, I hope not. But uh, there's a lot of, a lot of weapons, a lot of what he told me about it. I don't want to spoil it, but it's gotta be very bloody. Uh, and, you know, he presented it. He was like, can we, can we go on with this, this stipulation simply? And like, I was like, I was like, yeah, you know what you're doing. Yeah, I, I've seen like how, how Masada could go in a matchup like this and a feel like this. And it's never, again, a lot of first time uh, matchups in this card. Uh, Jimmy Lloyd, he, he's going to surprise a lot of people. And what we're going with his uh, persona at VXS basically is showcasing how best of the ability he could go, how he could go in a pure rules match, how could he go with a uh, mm-hmm. OG deathmatch legend like Masada, how he sure. could go with the rivalry ending with, with Jordan Oliver soon. Uh, we all see that transpire. So, uh, yeah, Jimmy Lloyd, for sure. So Talk he's like your
0: j- jack of all trees.
1: Yeah, he's been in almost every show.
0: I've seen him work a lot of different styles, but I think my favorite was him versus Janela in the social distance match. Oh
2: God!
1: <laughs> that was great. I saw it, that. Was oh, great.
0: so good! <laughs> hilarious. It was, it was perfect. Like it was. It's fun.
1: hilarious, <laughs> and and it, it's something obviously that got people mad, but also like I love when people like, what? people What's wrong, up, like and do what they so want to do because dude, me. like honestly, like I'll I'll say this for the wrestling fans like listening, bro, life is too damn short to be complaining online about it fucking mm-hmm. how a wrestling match is and when i saw a social distancing match between uh lloyd and janelle I, I loved that shit i was like bro like good on them because they're they're telling people to go like fuck themselves this is what we do and it worked you know people were talking not it was that, all it. You it's know on, it's on not, the magazines in japan you know
2: yeah
0: <laughs> you know it's not geared towards the millions and millions of fans like you know who you're gearing that towards you're gearing it towards people that like just want to enjoy 15 minutes of what they're watching
1: like right. just
0: just forget about everybody. Like this week,
1: That's that's the best that's the number this, one priority. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. this is
0: the dumbest thing I could possibly be watching it, but god damn it, why I enjoy this?
1: It caught your eye, it got you talking, it did what it was supposed to do.
0: Yeah, that was the one like the
1: that know, was right at the beginning. I know,
0: yeah, I know where
1: they were Was at. that, that was, was that around uh I think that was their 24 uh, hour
0: cup? show? Oh no, that might was have been around, that might have been. It was a two-day
1: yeah, because it, it was, was a two-day
0: show, it was
1: Mhm yeah. That was at our
2: voltage yeah. lounge in Philadelphia. Yes. Amazing. yes. Amazing. Yeah, they
0: weren't letting anyone in, or I would have gone to
2: them. That would have been great to be at. We gotta start. We gotta start utilizing our, our
0: people that we know. Jesus. <laughs> All right. So we'll we'll take a couple steps to the side. We'll talk about what we were talking about before um, we started recording and started the show, but I mm-hmm. asked you about Tony Khan and and his comments about Big Swole and how he pretty much trashed her for no for no apparent reason. I mean, you're the owner and promoter, Booker, whatever you want to call yourself, of a multi million dollar company or billion dollar company, whatever you want to call. it. Probably them. not there
2: yet, but multi
0: million yeah. dollar company. Like,
2: how do you
1: feel he handled himself in that scenario? Uh, I listen. I saw just like everyone else the tweet. It was sent to me like by a million people, and I just think if i was being completely honest and seeing this for the first time and rating for the first time it came off very childish i think that he could have went on a different way of saying what he said i don't know what the point he was trying to make too like he was like uh he, he okay i'm gonna be mad blunt right now he was like all right guys fuck big swole hashtag rampage tonight at eight be there
2: yeah. <laughs> what <Yeah>. like <laughs> you're right, you're right.
1: There's- I was like, is this an ad or is he cutting a promo right now? So exactly. I was just like confused. And I just, I really, because he's so smart. And I just wish that people understood that he has a lot on his plate being what he is right now with AW. But also, like, it's just something that has no excuse. You, there is no excuse to being a dick. No, no, you no. Know and he was and not a lot like- of people don't say that to their faces. And when someone acts like that on Twitter, it just makes me not even want to go on that, honestly. The funny thing is that
0: it wasn't Bigfoot wasn't really degrading. They just she was just pointing out an obvious statement is that they don't utilize their black her opinion
1: on basketball. the on the current representation on AEW. Yeah. And exactly. And poked the trigger on on uh, Tony Khan. It was he came out and said, bribe. "Fuck you." Tony Khan said, "Fuck you." I book this this and that. Go fuck yourself. Watch hashtag rampage tonight. I ate mm-hmm. thumbs up smile. Yes, you can't wrestle. Yeah, there was yeah. no there, –
0: there no re- Like, I've seen
1: a lot of Big Swole matches, and they were really good. Not only that, but – And you know what's crazy, dude? I saw big. – I'll say this right now. I went to – all because I went to All That Weekend in uh, Chicago. I saw Big Swole on Dark. She was good, dude. Like, I don't know what the deal with him is with that. And she had, had a, a great match Indie stuff too, with, and it's uh, really Diamante. Good. And a lot of her stuff at Battle Club Pro is amazing. A lot of mm-hmm. her stuff at other companies – uh, will show her that there is obviously other opportunities outside of AEW. So uh, as long as she understands that she she could do whatever the fuck she wants, then yeah. I'm happy. Not only that, but there would literally be no Dr. Britt Baker
0: without Swole. That was the feud that mm-hmm. skyrocketed Britt
2: Baker.
1: Yeah. And then uh, people don't think of detail like that, but you know Tony Khan. Uh, hats off to you. We get it. Number one fucking company. Big whoop. Uh, use your Talent better, book them better, stop complaining like a child online. That's what I gotta say. Yeah. All right. Dude, I'm fucking half his age and I'm saying this to him. He's yeah. fucking bugging.
0: I feel like he's
1: He's, he's bugging, wrong, dude. Right? He's got Where's a- Brian Cage, dude? God, oh, there you go. There
0: you go. That, that was gonna be
1: the next question. Did you do fucking Lucha I mean, Underground OG?
0: Brian Cage is a regular at VXS. And I mean, you're yeah. not the only one that has said this. I've seen this said by quite a few people that, I mean, I even by his wife? Maybe? Yes, yes. Like,
1: where is he? Like, he's... His wife went weird on it. Like, she was talking about, like, dicks and shit on IG, but... Uh... <laughs> Not <laughs> I really
0: I honestly the right don't way get to it. get your, your point across, but... <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, I don't know why she was, like... Uh, uh, she was defending reading. the wrong... Like, yo, I wish I had someone... Bro, like, I, I, I wish for someone like that in my life, bro. For real. like, I would be a happy, grown dude uh, living, happily married in Vegas... with with a girl that supports you like that that's real love bro Uh, hats off to b hats off the bc man he found a real one
0: (laughs) but there's i mean have you have has he been difficult to work with when you've worked with him
1: no no i would say no that's why he came back and he came back and that's why he's undefeated and that's why he's been nothing but positive nothing but uh not just instrumental because he was on the first show and I get it. Like he's a draw, but he also loves professional wrestling. And a a lot of people don't understand nor know how to work with people like that. Uh, Like when I was working in the music industry, we got, there's a lot of divas and stuff like that. Brian Cage is no diva dude. Like, honestly, like he knows where he belongs and he understands what he wants to do. So I think that he's going to be completely fine. I just don't understand that this dude, I watched him on Lucha Underground, like, like, I was a huge fan of Robert Rodriguez's work, dude. Like the cinematography and also the action in it. It it inspired to it inspired me to what VXS is. He knew and
0: how to utilize who he had, and he knew how to, he was exactly. And that's all on focus.
1: That's all on focus storytelling, like you said, and also character development and building someone right to where it's not like Roman Reigns, where you're shoving them down their throat, dude. So I just don't get how such a talented super heavyweight can not be utilized correctly every week on Wednesday.
0: Yeah. In a company that has very few of them. And I mean, I know that it's a, a, a dying trend. Like the big guy always has to win, but when you have a big guy, like and you're trying to put on a wrestling show, like the big guy is the big guy. Like he should be beating up little guys and
1: other people. He should be showing dominance. Yeah, he should No, It's, it is, a, it's a story. And in, it, in itself, when you put him against somebody and, and you if see he's transpire. Two
0: people and then you finally, yeah, find, man. you finally find his perfect match who can slay the beast, not to steal that term. Yeah, from you another.
1: know, but it, obviously it seems like people have their differences in the Jacksonville company. So <clears> it seems like we're going to – we'll see in due time what happens.
2: Isaac, so since you said that, if you put were put in that scenario, you're put in that shoes – you have the pencil, and you're booking AEW. Right. Is there people that you would take from the top that are there right now and go, all right, you've had enough, and bring <laughs> you've had <enough>. Brian Cage <laughs> and bring these people? <laughs> all right, you're popular enough. That,
1: there are so yeah, many yeah, people yeah. in that
2: company <laughs> that deserve to be pushed a lot more than they are, obviously, in Brian Cage being one of them. Who are some of the people that you would elevate that you think should be stars?
1: That's a really good question. I want to say, if I was if I, first off, I don't think the Young Bucks should be in any type of main event spot right now. It's their company, and you know, hats off, but dude, give it a break. I want to see Luchasaurus break out. He's a freak. He's an athlete. Like he's just built different, dude. Uh, people like Luchasaurus. Uh, there, there's a lot of dark talent that are on there. Bear Bronson, I feel like him and, and uh, the the bear faction he had going on, that that could take off easily if they utilize it correctly as monster heels. Uh, hell, I'd, I'd split private party. I'd, I'd make both of them singles. I would push. Uh, I'd push both of them in different ways. But honestly, they have a lot of talent, and I think one of the problems why they have focus on that is because of the overflow of the talent that they have.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there were uh, a lot of people were bitching that WWE was poaching a lot of talent when they were doing it. I mean, it seems like AEW just fell right into the same. Yeah, it's thing. not smart, dude.
1: This no. is dashing out money. How does that make it's, sense? It's TNA. TNA's biggest guys th- is that they got. How does that make sense? Dark shouldn't have a different roster every week. Uh, Dynamite should be able to be seen by everybody involved in it, at least bi weekly. It shouldn't be Adam Cole every week or CM Punk cutting a promo every week. You know, you got to, like, fluctuate. You got to rotate. You got to be able to be like, all right, they're cool, but they're not, like, the only people we have.
2: They, I, I feel think like they it's, focus. It's yeah. funny you said that because when when this – when AEW started, was it two, three years ago now? Almost to the day, as on New Year's Eve? <laughs> three years Um, I said about booking, I thought that the best way for all this talent to get over and get exposure – was the ECW mm-hmm. method? because if you remember ECW TV you wouldn't have the Dudley's Dreamer and Sandman and RVD all every single week you'd have them one week and then they would bring in Taz and they bring in the mm-hmm. BWO and you know what I mean so you had guys there you'd still do storylines but you didn't have to have them week in week out because you were able to feature your other stars and I feel like that kind of hurts AEW because I feel like that would help them
1: with the dilemma. There. I'll, t- I'll tell you right now, that was a keyword you said feature on stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, I say that about a lot of people that are in AEW right now, uh, which is why, you know, I try my best to experiment on VXS, Like what I did with Janela having a five star match with Brian Cage. But I also feel like people like Sunny Kiss should be featured more on a product. Sunny Kiss can go, dude. I mm-hmm. don't know why. There's so many people like Marco Stunt not having singles competition. I get it. He's small. I get it. But so is John Silver. So, so, so is uh, so the thousand tag teams they have. dude. It's the flow. It's all about overflow. And I feel like they got so, so many people there. But let, so, such little time to cooperate. It's shut down and say, okay, let's, let's care about everybody on the roster, not just these three, four people.
0: There's always going to be that case of someone's overlooked. Like, you can say that right now. Like, I think uh, there's
1: just Tana, too many people there.
0: Santana and Ortiz, them not having
1: a title shot. They're the best in the world. I don't care what anyone says. They're Santana amazing. Ortiz is one of the best tag teams, not in America, Puerto Rico, the world, dude. The world. Yep, I agree with you. And I've seen a lot, a lot of their matches. And if Ring I, of Honor was, if we went back in time uh, in 2005, Ring of Honor, or 2000, I'll say 2010, 13, Ring of Honor. LAX or Santana or Ortiz rather will be on that roster because they can go. They should be on the main event scene right now.
0: They should be the, they should have already been the champions. Like when they made their debut, that was that should have set them up to be a lot bigger. Yeah, than. they
1: saw the reaction. There's mm-hmm. just too many people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The, I mean, because people got excited when they saw them. They knew the potential of that you could be having great matches right. with them almost weekly, especially with how many right. tag teams you have. It's crazy. You get the same you get the same thing every almost every week. I mean, you're getting new storylines because they keep fucking buying more people. All right, now I'm getting
1: right. thing. <laughs> 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 no. It's not bad to be frustrated because they need people to, to, to do that in order to hear it. You know, they're they're so surrounded by yes men.
0: Yeah, that's always been. I think that's always been a problem. Like, there's like that's how you get locked in a box of no no creativity whatsoever right. i mean look what happens on the counterpart wwe i mean where that there i don't think there's been a creative moment in five or six years that hasn't i been mean
1: they, they're doing something with brock but it just isn't enough to draw me into watching a whole five-hour wwe event yeah i mean i think this is
0: baby ponytail lumberjack brock which is a ha
1: ha, let me take a photo of you haha ha. <laughs>
0: The guy who hates people altogether, like he's a he's not meant to be out public. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like you can tell he's not meant for he's not he is someone that should be left in the wild.
1: You see how people are reacting, yeah. He's like shaking everyone up, like, whoa, is this the same guy or is this just a guy in a mask?
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, it is COVID. He's probably wearing a mask sometime.
1: <laughs> sometime, hopefully, I would hope so. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's uh, another question, policy, mask policy for Friday, mask up.
1: Mask up, yeah. We're not going to have chairs or anything, so everyone will be able to spread out and social distance.
0: Oh, so you oh, okay it's nice. the no ropes idea once in no chairs.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're saving a lot of money this time around. We're working smart. <laughs> there will be ropes. There is a ring. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is actually being run at the super
1: crazy, or uh, the super crazy trains, right? Yeah, the Super Crazy Skid Row Academy in uh, Westville. It's right next to Philadelphia. I, I love the people there. They've been nothing but amazing. We've had our previous VHS tapings for IWTV there. We, we've experimented a lot in that building, and I think it's a place that, that needs to be spotlighted more. TCW should run there. I don't care what anyone says there. That building's a lot better than a lot of the other buildings, not just in that area, but also like up here, coming from someone from Brooklyn. That's one of the most impressive venues right now, and I love Super Crazy yeah i mean
0: you were looking for a place to call home around this area. oh yeah
1: right? yeah know. we were mm-hmm. and i think i mean i think you might have found isn't it that crazy, crazy. Uh, well, maybe it's it just crazy. It came to it. i think i found out about that building from uh one of my good friends shout out to smiley the wrestler smiley just he, recently, uh, saw him on
0: a uh, titan championship wrestling show for yeah. the first time nice nice oh
1: shout out to, shout out to tcw i followed him on facebook uh yeah, Smiley told me about the building, and he, he said that he trained there when uh, Homicide – they just opened it, too. Like, this was the original CZW dojo. Like, this is the OG place they renovated. They took it all under their hands. They painted the walls black. It looks nice. Uh, right. Smiley told me about it. I was like, okay, well, we'll check it out. We'll see how it is. I went there. The space is huge. It's,
0: it's yeah. dope.
1: It's definitely it's a big. Enough
0: spot. To, we saw two rings set up in there. So yes. It doesn't
1: smell bad, too, like fucking Grand Slam.
0: Yeah. No, it does not. And it's got clean bathrooms. For
1: now and clean bathrooms for those who appreciate a good clean bathroom, <laughs> clean bathrooms and chicken strips. Oh, we have chicken strips there. Oh, we don't play around, dude. They're gonna be drinks and chicken strips all night.
2: <laughs> I think I found the title for this show. Yes, it's perfect. It really is. Well, uh unless you have anything else for Isaac before, uh, we'll see you Friday. Yeah, yeah. we will, we will see you Friday. Oh, yeah. We can't wait.
1: I'm, I'm in no rush. I'm a, I'm on your timing. So like, if you have anything like, uh, I'm to wait, dude. And yeah, I, I hope to see y'all Friday. There's tickets waiting for you at the door, bring whoever you want. And, uh, we, I can't wait. It's going to be a really special night and we're going to stream that live on fight as well. This is going to be like our return live on fight. Uh, we got a stable and, uh, upgraded equipment for our production crew so i'm very excited to not only showcase that but implement our instant replays for the first time on the show all
0: right we'll have some fun if he said he's down to stay for a little bit longer uh, we're gonna, we'll have some fun let's so do it we'll talk a little hypothetical and, whatnot and maybe let's go. Yeah, ideas for, sure. for some shows coming up i mean are you planning on i mean you're gonna plan to run until we can't run so god forbid shit gets
1: shut down again i know um yeah, like if something goes down, I, I have plans. Like I'll, I, I have like a notebook in my desk in my room right now that I, I'm planning like a private uh, skateboard venue taping right now in Brooklyn. And uh, yeah, I, I, nothing's gonna stop us really as it right now. You know, besides like uh, I would love to go back to college, but you know, just from experience, I, I just wasn't happy where I was. I wanted to focus more on wrestling. I wanted to focus more on what makes me happy and what, what I could do and all my time here, you know, something that I'm good at, something I'm passionate about. And uh, wrestling was that, dude. So, uh, yeah. yeah, probably that or online classes is my my agenda for if anything happens. Well, I mean, college isn't for everyone. I feel you, dude. No, I, I feel you. That's why I mean. dropped out. Absolutely.
0: So, what do we have a next show announcement?
1: Um I could give you it.
2: Sure. Yeah, that'd be great.
1: Um okay, so we have a lineup right now, returning to the Northeast scene. Uh obviously with this Friday, January seventh, we're gonna be doing already dead with no peace underground at uh the Westville, New Jersey, a South Jersey uh scene and uh the month after we return on a Thursday. Uh it's gonna be Thursday, February I think it's 17th or 16th. You got me there, but The Thursday of that week
2: in 17th? February. We're
1: ge- the fe- February 17th is officially the date on Thursday. We're going to be running at the H2O Center that day. So we're going to be uh, partnering with Tremont, and we're going. that's going to be in. I'll, I'll tell oh, you right now. P- PCO is going to pull up there. Uh, who else is pulling up? I'm going to try to get two Cole. I'm going to send him an invite. Uh, Jordan... He's obviously going to be there. Uh, we have Nick Wayne coming back. Uh, these are all confirmed, by the way. Uh, yeah, it's going to be dope. There is a February 17th. HBO is this 17th. some
0: sort of St. Valentine's Day massacre show?
1: It's going to be uh, – I can't spoil the concept. You almost got it. I love it, though. I, I have no problem doing that. But I. It, it, there's, a, there's a theme to the show, heavy, that I feel a lot of uh, fans will appreciate. A lot, a lot of the uh, fans that love not just ultra violence in the area, but also uh, partying. That's a big hmm. hint. Hmm. Hmm. Right. Big hint. And look at the date. If you look at the date and you look at who's been tweeting about the date, the, the you can already answer the question. But uh, February seventeenth is going to be our that bro. Like that card is just is crazy. I just I can't spoil who I want to spoil right now, but that February seventeenth is gonna be a great night of professional wrestling. Uh, after February, I've, I've, I'm contemplating on uh, going to Dallas, but I'm just like I, I don't really want to right now. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I feel like one, there's so many shows that are gonna run at Mania week. So what's yeah. why you know I'd rather run uh, the week after you know, so I'm planning, I'm planning like April 9th for our return to LA. Uh-huh. And then, and then after LA, we'll come back to, uh, either the East coast or go to Texas. Cause we do, we do have a demand in Texas, but dude, there's too many shows running in an any week. I just don't want to get lost in the shuffle. There's no importance or spotlight in any type of thing, unless it's GCW. Uh, that's just how blunt it is, you know? So, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to play smart and I'm going to showcase my own show the week after mania. So you just go down to Texas
0: and just soak it all in and maybe play. In for yeah.
1: And you know what? I did that. I did that in Chicago, GCW and uh, shout out to Brett Lario That's my guy. You know, we I go there, I shoot uh, footage for him and send it to Carlo when I can. And uh, we put together like dope stuff, but also enjoy wrestling. And that's like the circle I surround myself around. Like we love pro wrestling, dude. And we love like everything about it. We love, the the escape it is the the zone you get in when you're enjoying a really good match like yo i'm being a part of this so obviously yeah when i when i want to like vacation mini vacation i go to gcw and to like just grasp it all and enjoy the shows no matter it could be like chicago or la or anything like that so yeah i'm i'm not afraid to say i admit that i'm a fan of professional wrestling a lot of promoters are like oh i'm not a mark yes you are i do like all, the <laughs> do you <laughs> want to make money? The, you're gonna be a mark <laughs> Yeah, dude. Like, be happy. You're so fucking blessed to have, run a, a promotion, you know. Uh, so I'm I'm taking it all in, baby. I'm going for the fucking ride till it ends. So, say there was a, from the crop of talent.
0: I won't say sign talent, but I know you can probably use some sign talent. But them, but say the crop of talent running rampant on the independent scene right now. What's the one match you want
1: to see that hasn't been seen yet? Oh man. That you want to be the first to have. There there's many. I have a I have a lot written down that no one's ever done. But I do I really would like to see how JTG would go against Cardona in 2022. Cardona? Yes. <laughs> yes and look at the reaction that you're doing right now exactly he's, like that he's so good like he was mm-hmm. the
0: internet champion cardona's he's, good JTG's he's so
1: on good. another level yeah, i JTG feel like both of them have good. a lot to offer and it's a big fuck you to whoever doubted them in 2008 2007
2: and yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's it really an honest is.
1: dream match for a, a big fan that grew up loving that uh the, the whole roster that 0708 had too uh they are like the most underutilized guys there. So the story writes itself. It's never happened. Uh, and they're both like, I love to like, see that video
0: package you put together. They're killing yes. it on the Indies.
1: Both of them are killing it on the Indies, you know? So mm-hmm. uh, Cardona, really JTG would be sick. Yeah.
0: I mean, I, I do. I really want to see that video package. Yeah. Uh,
1: but it writes for itself. It's a story. I love it.
0: Yeah.
1: I just want to hear the music that you end up playing for. Oh, radio. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's so good that's great alright alright so uh, mm-hmm. is there what mm-hmm. oh. uh, on this card is there maybe a match that you're looking at that you think maybe a I guess underrated by people who are, are looking at the card and you think will really shine over some of the bigger bigger names. Um
1: I have honest question. Uh, I mean that? honest answer. Can you say uh, that for this card though?
0: <laughs> I, mean, what's I mean what are you
1: what are you overlooking? <laughs> it, no, it's it's hard, but like I I do think that Alexane Ty is gonna pop off. I think hmm. Ty Hill could break out this year. Uh I think that he deserves more opportunities and uh, he's someone that this is understands a that he's yeah, he's, he's willing to go all out. And this is probably the biggest match Ty Hill ever had in the Indies right now. So uh, in, in a ring, <laughs> in an actual venue, not in the backyard. He's going so to be already think for God's sakes. Right. And I, I honestly think that uh, Ty Hill is going to be a, a key player of this, this show. I think a lot of people aren't expecting what he's going to do. Uh, when it comes to sleepers, I think that the Tangled web comeback is going to be insane. I know a lot of people aren't familiar with people like Marcus Mathers, but he's just as gritty as Lucky 13 and Akira. He has that drive, that will, and he's willing to go deathmatch. uh, I I think he competed in H2O previously, deathmatches, but on this caliber, uh, it's really like nut up or shut up with Marcus Mathers. So the Tangled Web and the Zane Tye Hill match, I feel, are two uh, sleepers, as you will, on the card. Can't wait to buy some shirts. <laughs> I can't wait. I hope he brings the Taco Bell one.
0: Oh, I got that one. Yeah. Oh, wait, I need the Taco Bell one. <laughs> all
2: right. I'm good. I'm good. I'm so I'm satisfied. All right. So, <laughs> Isaac, uh, we want to thank you once again and for coming on and talking with us. Um, always great to hear from you, and we cannot wait for this Friday night. It's going to be Westville, New Jersey. What a card you have lined up! So people can't get tickets. They can order it, fight TV. Um, If they can't get tickets, where can they get the tickets?
1: Uh, If you want to come to VXS versus No Piece, hit us up on Eventbrite. Uh, The link is vxsnpu.eventbrite.com. Or you can just go on at VXS Wrestling. Look at our social media posts. Easily click the link right there on all of our posts. It's there. Uh, Tickets will be available at the door January 7th for Already Dead. And we'll also be streaming live. Uh, fight 8 p.m eastern 5 p.m pacific
2: all right so uh thank you once again we can't wait we will see you friday night and we hope to see everybody listening it'll be a white down after this show oh yes. yeah
1: let's party it's a celebration and honestly thank it's you, a guys you know. it's a celebration bitches it's a i'm dude like let's go i let's blast <laughs> some let's blast some uh new metal the whole night
2: <laughs> <laughs> you gotta tell me twice All right, Isaac, thanks a lot, and uh, have a good night.
1: Thank you. BL Dub all day. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate y'all. Thank you. Woo, 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 you know it.